0: Right, well good evening guys, um, we're going to be looking tonight at our second part of our study. Uh, Colin did um, guarding your thoughts the last time we were here and tonight as you can see we're going to look at guarding your heart, looking after your heart. Um, I posed for that photograph that I've done that during the week before, that's me and my ninja outfit. So, uh, so um, guard <laughs> your heart. We're going to look at how serious this is, how it's, uh, God's Word tells us that it's something we should be doing, something that is very important. But first of all, you know, guard, what does the word guard mean? So I looked in the dictionary to see what that is, and I came up with two different definitions. The first one was to watch over in order to protect or control. To watch over something in order to protect and control. And the second one was to protect against damage or harm. To look after something. To guard it. To watch over it. To protect it. To control it. To keep it from damage and harm. And it made me kind of start thinking, what is it the things that we think are important that we, we need to guard and we can look after? The first thing that I thought of was, of course, our family. I'm quite protective of Leslie and my boys. and Every day I always pray the Lord looks after them and and blesses them and and keeps them safe. Because it's a dangerous world out there, especially the young boys going to school and all sorts of trouble and mayhem they get themselves caught up in. I like to make sure they're safe, I like to make sure they're okay and and, and look after them. Watch out for them, make sure that, that they're okay and that, that no harm comes their way. So I like to guard them, because they're close to me, they're my family. We also then think of our home, you know, the, the house that we live in. We guard that. We put locks in the door, put bolts in the windows. We put security alarms in places, we put fences round about our property. All these things are there to guard and protect it because it's close to, it's something that, that we value, it's something that we, we put a lot of value in, so we need to look after it. Our car as well, we need our car, it's something that we, we treasure, it's something we look after, so again we put it with alarms because we want to guard it, we put mobilizers in it because we want it to, to be safe and nobody to steal it. And then also, our finances, our money, we don't keep it under the bed or a a closet somewhere because somebody can come and steal us we put it in the bank to be safe and keep it looked after so we know where it is so these are the things that we can keep close to that we we guard and and we want to look after but God's word in the book of Proverbs says something is more important than all of these things there's a very wise man King Solomon that wrote this proverb here and I want you to turn to it and it's going to be Proverbs chapter 4, starting at verse 20. So the verse I'm going to get to is in verse 23. But first of all, there's three verses before it. It's a build up. Three verses that, that it's got a lot of information on it. Because King Solomon, when he wrote this proverb, had a lot of information about this subject, about garden or heart. And this is what he says before that. It says there in verse 20, My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. So straight away he's, he's telling us something. We need to pay attention. There's something important going to be coming. We need to pay attention to what I say. is what he's saying here. Listen closely to my words. Listen to what he's saying in these verses here. Do not let them out of your sight these words, this thing that he's talking about do not let them out of your sight he's kind of building up a, a suspense here, you know what? to pay attention to what he's saying here you have to listen closely to his words do not let them out of your sight keep them within your heart for their life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body so this information he's going to give us this thing that he's going to be talking about it's something extremely important, it's something that it's high on his list of priorities here. These whole three verses here. Verses 20 to 22. Is a build up for what he's going to say. And this is it here. In verse 23 it says. Above all else. Guard your heart. For everything you do. Flows from it. Here King Solomon is telling us. Or God's work is telling us. King Solomon wrote this proverb here, but it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's telling us something here. Above all else, guard your heart. Above all else. You know, it it doesn't say, see when you get round to it, you want to guard your heart. Or, you know what, see when you get the chance that you can be bothered to, you want to guard your heart. That's not what it's saying here, it's saying above all else. This is top priority here. This is something that you don't mess about with, you don't carry on with here. This is above all else I want you to guard your heart here. You know, there's things that we don't care about. There's certain things that I don't particularly pay too much attention about. One example is, like tonight, Sunday night, I'll go home tonight. I'll gather all the rubbish in the house, fire it in the wheelie bin, stick it in the wheelie bin out the street. I don't put a fence around about the wheelie bin or the rubbish. I don't set up dogs to guard it. I don't care what happens to the rubbish, a fire out in the street. I don't care about it. It's rubbish to me. It doesn't mean anything to me. So I don't guard these things. These things are of no value to me. They're, there's no, they're, they're worthless. But we shouldn't be so careless with our heart. And this is what it's saying here. Above all else, guard your heart. You see our heart's a very important thing. It doesn't just Pump body, sorry, didn't just pump blood round about our body. In a spiritual sense, it's who we are. It's the core of our being. It's where our dreams and desires and our passions live. Our heart is the, the core being of who we are. You know, when we're in love, we hold that person dear to us in our heart, and it's all that we talk about all that we talk about is this person you've met and oh man, this person's brilliant and great and just to embarrass myself thoroughly, when I first met Leslie ann at the youth group and you know I got a wee fancy for her and stuff and I thought you know this person's quite interesting, I quite like this person, there's a wee fancy there eventually plucked up the courage to, to go and ask her out and she said yes, I thought she's great so with a wee double date, it was me and my friend and his girlfriend and Leslan went on a date and we came back home and everything was great, everything was brilliant. We dropped the girls off and he was driving me back home to my house and I was so excited. All I talked about was Leslan this, Leslan that. and this, and that. I rolled down the window and we were driving up Blackhall Main Street and I shouted I'm going out with Leslan! And folks must have been thinking, this guy's mental. But to me it was something important, it was something really meaningful to me. I was, it was in the center of my heart, it was something I just couldn't contain, I couldn't, I couldn't control. But we have other things, not just people a, that, that take place in our heart as well, but we've got our interests, hobbies, you know things like football, golf, cars, work, all of these things is something that we, we must hold dear because we talk about it all the time. Guys are the world's worst for talking about the football. You know, it's, oh do you hear about the game of the day and, and all this kind of stuff, it's the first thing we can we, kind of think of, oh, go up in the morning, check the paper, who won last night. You know, it's, it's the first thing we think of a lot of time. Or our favourite golfer, if we're into golf, how he's doing and how, where he is in the world rankings and the tables and stuff. For myself, I'm a bit of a petrolhead, I enjoy cars and tinkering with cars and race cars and that kind of stuff and I've got an interest in that. So, when you get me on that topic, I can just run away and talk about it. It's something that's interesting to me, something that I can I keep a wee part of my heart for. But usually we usually find the things that are in our heart, the things that we find interesting are stored in there. And it's the first thing we think about when we go up in the morning, and it's the last thing we think about when we go down at night. And these are things that we hold dear to our heart. A heart is also something that we, it's a part that we connect with others. As a part, if we fall in love with somebody, we give them a wee piece of our heart. If we're friends with somebody, we give them a wee piece of our heart as well. We hold them sacred. We hold them dear. And that's what God's like with us as well. When we understand who God is, we should be giving Him our heart as well. We we're always trying to tell our boys and the, the kids at Sunday school as well that, you know, we should bask in Jesus into our heart. That's what salvation is. That's what, that's what being a, a follower and a believer of the Lord Jesus Christ is asking him into our heart, for him to be there, to reside within our heart. You know you know the old saying that there's a, a God-shaped hole in our heart just waiting for him to fill. Because the heart is something precious, it's something that the God wants to be. He wants to be in our heart, he wants to be there. And we'll find out just shortly why is the heart such an interesting place to be in. So for all of these reasons, because it is the, the centre of our being, because it is who we are, because it's where our love comes from, we should be guarding this thing. We should be guarding our hearts. It's also the source of all that we do. You know, your your heart overflows into your thoughts, into your words and into your actions. We see that in the second part of that verse there. For everything you do flows from it. Everything we do, everything that we are, flows from our heart. So all those things that we have stored in our heart, our interests, our, 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 the people we love, family, hobbies, that builds up the kind of person that we are because they're all in there in one way, shape or form. Some versions of the Bible might talk about a wellspring. That the heart is a wellspring of life in that verse. You know, when you think about, what is a wellspring? When you look into the definition, it's a source of good fresh water. Usually you find a river starts as a wee well, or a wee spring, somewhere. Like the River Clyde, starting in the Lead Hills area somewhere. It starts off as a wee well of water. And that area where the well builds up with water and the water starts to dribble somewhere and then it meets more water and it gets a bit bigger before we know it's turned into a burn or a stream and then we follow that wee burning stream and we see it gets larger and larger as more water gathers to it and it becomes a river and it meanders all the way through Lanarkshire the way the Clyde does and it gets larger and larger. Until it either flows into the sea or into a loch. Wherever the river's going, it gets bigger and bigger. But you know, see if we put a plug in that spring. The flow of water would stop. If we put some poison in that water as well. That whole flow then becomes toxic. You know, there's some great survivalists. We can watch on the TV, Bear Grylls and... Ray Mears, all these kind of guys. And they're always telling us if we're out in the middle of nowhere and Daniel would be quite interested in this because he's kind of crewed up in these things. If you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're needing water you find a spring or a burn somewhere you don't just dive in straight away and drink the water. You go and check upstream to see what's up there. There could be a dead animal lying in that stream. And all that bacteria is flowing down the stream and you're just going to drink it. Or there could be an old wrecked car or something lying in the stream up there. So you need to check what's upstream all the time, kind of just dive in straight away. But if you plug or poison the flow, then you threaten the life further on down that stream. And everything within that stream and river depends on how clean that flow is. Depends on how fresh that water is that's in that, that area there. It depends on upon the condition. that flow. You know it would be lovely to live at a a river bank where the the water was lovely and fresh flowing by. You can picture the scene this lovely river flowing by your house, the lovely fresh water and the trees and everything growing next to it. But it wouldn't be so nice if it was at the the banks of a river where there was raw sewage floating down it and The bushes were a bit scabby around about because of the dirtiness of the water. It's not a nice place to be. The smell and all that kind of stuff. It wouldn't be a nice place to be. But that's exactly the same as what our heart is like. If our heart is putting out good things and our heart is full of good things then that flow will be nice and clean. The life that flows from it Will be fresh, will be new. But if it's full of filth and trash and, and dirt and things like that, then that's all that's going to flow by. That's all that's going to come out of it is dirt and filth and trash. And this is what this is all about here. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. No, if you fill your heart with the things of this world then it makes it dirty it makes it unclean because that's all we'll talk about is the things of this world that's all will come out of our life is the things of this world and it'll be filthy and unclean Luke 12 verse 34 Where your treasure is there your heart Will be also. Here, Luke is telling us something here that whatever you treasure in your life, whatever you put first in your life, there your heart will be. So if you treasure your family, that's where your heart's going to be. If you treasure your job or your business, that's where your heart's going to be. If you treasure your favourite celebrity. That's where your heart's going to be. This is what the Word of God is telling us here. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The, thing, the things that we hold dear, we're going to store in our hearts. We just turn your Bibles quickly like to Matthew fifteen, verses sixteen to twenty. This is a passage here that's, these are all Jesus' words that we're saying here. So this is instruction and direction from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Matthew 15, verses 16 to 20. And it says in verse 16, So Jesus said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? So here Jesus is saying, everything that we eat, everything that we put in our mouth, we digest, into the stomach. The stomach takes the goodness out of it and gets rid of the rubbish. Quite simple, straightforward, we understand these things. That's what Jesus is saying. Do we understand these things? Do we, do, do we get what we're talking about here? Verse 18 it says, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and defile a man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness and blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. So here Jesus is saying the things that enter into our bodies, our bodies can cope with, they can deal with, they can keep the good stuff, get rid of the rubbish. But the things that are in our heart, that's what let us down. That's what shape the kind of person that we are. If we are, our hearts are full of evil, it says there in verse 19, evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, fault and witness, and blasphemies, that's all that's going to come out of our mouth. The things that are in our heart is going to come out of our mouths. It's not the things that go into our mouths that defile us, eating dirty food with unwashed hands and that kind of stuff. That doesn't make us filthy and dirty. It's what we bring out their mouth to do it's the things that are stored within our hearts that can cause problems, can cause evil thoughts murders, fornications blasphemies, all this kind of stuff here all this filth and dirt that can cause major problems within us this is Jesus telling us this here, this is him saying look and, listen, watch out for what you're doing watch out for what you put into your heart just backing up what the Proverbs was talking about the things that you put in your heart is the thing that's going to come out of your mouth. Luke 6 and verse 45. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. This is Luke just echoing exactly what Jesus said. If a good man has got good things within his heart looking after his neighbours looking after his friends and family showing the love of Jesus then these things will come out. But if if a man has got evil stored up in his heart that's all that's going to come out. Evil thoughts, evil desires. Hmm. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Again it comes back to the when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thought that comes into your head? Better check the lottery numbers, see if my lottery's in? Or what was the football results last night? Or what 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 do I need to be today for work? Where am I working today? In the same way when you go down at night, what's the last thing the first sorry the last thing you think of before you go to sleep? Is it oh I wonder if my favourite race car won that race other night or I wonder if the family's doing okay or These are the things that we should be watching out for. These are the things that, just as we've been saying, what fills our heart comes out of our mouth. Are we good men? Or are we evil men? That is something that we need to just work out for ourselves. What is the thing that we talk about the most? Is it heavenly things? Is it earthly things? Is it good things? Is it evil things? Now, I don't think any of us are particularly evil here tonight, alright? So don't think, i think that for a minute. But the fact is that we can fill our hearts with things that we think are important, but maybe in God's eyes aren't important. We see that in this slide here. Selfishness. The world can tell us that we should be looking after number one. the Lord Jesus Christ is telling us we should be looking after others before ourselves so selfishness we can think of ourselves first our home having a nice, pretty pristine house all of these things are nice and lovely but putting that first and giving it a place in our heart, is that really the right thing to do? holidays, looking forward to a holiday holidays are great holidays are fun but do we put that in our heart before God hobbies to put a hobby first before we put God first in life would we rather go and play a game of golf than sit down and study God's word for half an hour our appearance make sure we look good for others for yourself the whole celebrity thing as well just now the culture that we live in money do we put money first in our life? Family, music, possessions, even religion. Do we think going to church is the thing to do? Appearing at church, getting involved with the church things, is that, is that the right heart? Again, all these things, if we fill all of these things in our heart, that's what we're going to talk about. All of these things here is what we're going to talk about evil man fills his heart with things of this world yes these things can make us happy these things can be good these things can be certainly interesting to us and a lot of these things we do hold dear to us but a lot of them are for this world they're not for eternity we can't take them with us into eternity these things are worldly things The kind of heart that we should be looking for is a heart that we fill up first with Jesus Christ here. Fill our heart with the Word of God. And then we start to see things coming into place and things falling into. If we're following the Lord Jesus Christ and we're walking with Him and walking in His ways, then everything else here will fall into place. These are all good things. Love goodness, kindness joy peace patience, self control faithfulness gentleness all of these things come from the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit dwells within us too and if we have these things in our heart then that's what Jesus is talking about if we've got these things in our heart then we'll talk about these things We'll not be looking after ourselves first. We'll not be thinking about how you can make the garden look like this, because it'll be nice and pretty in the house. It'll be the best looking garden in the street. Or I can go and have the... I can spend the money I've been saving up and working hard for in that nice new sports car. That'd be lovely. My wife and I driving up the northwest, Hood down, sun shining. A lot of these desires are selfish desires, and it comes back to us putting ourselves first again. But here Jesus is saying, if you put me in first, everything else here will fall into place, everything else will come. All the love, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the self-control, the faithfulness, all these things will be in you. A good man fills his hearts with heavenly and godly things, and that's what these are here. The thing is, though, why should we guard our heart? Because it's under constant attack. Our heart is under constant attack. If we stand up for the Lord Jesus Christ, we become a target. And the devil and Satan will use our own desires and our own interests to attack that part here, this precious part that we have here. That's why we should guard our heart it looks a bit harsh having all this steel and metal around about to protect the heart but that's what we should be doing. That's what we should, the, the Lord is telling us to do here. Because we're living in a combat zone. You know, whether we like the idea or not we are living in a battle zone. And in all battle zones there are casualties. And we've all been a casualty at one time in our life. Through our walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. When we allow these worldly things to come into our heart, they creep in and they start to take over slowly. And before we know it, we start hurting others, we start not living the life the way we should, we start upsetting Christ because we're not walking the way He wants us to walk. And if we're not careful, we end up breaking our heart. And the Lord don't need to bandage it all back up again. And that slows us down. That creates bitterness there as well. So we need to guard it. We need to keep it safe. Yes, we should open up to people. Yes, we should share the love that Jesus has for each and every one of us. We should be Christ-like. We should give a piece of our heart to people. But guard it. Keep it safe. Make sure you don't allow things in. That's the problem, it's allowing the things in our heart because once it's in there once the the enemy has got that evil in there or the the world has got a a part of that what is it the the Lord was saying? It then comes out our mouth We then start talking about it We then start speaking it Blasphemies Putting other things first before we're in God first The Bible clearly tells us that God is a jealous God He wants to be number one in our life. He doesn't want to be second. He doesn't want to be third. In my life, he wants to be number one. He doesn't want Les Land to be number one. He doesn't want my boys to be number one. He wants to be number one in my life. And it's quite a sobering thought. But that's the God that we serve. Because he loves us. Because he wants the best for us. And if we put him first in our life, in these things will fall into place. If we let the things of the world come in, they'll start to make space and start to squeeze God out. And there's no good will come out of the things of the world that are in our heart. But if we fill our heart with Christ, if we fill our heart with the heavenly things and godly things, then we'll be a good instrument, we'll be a good implement that God can use A tool that God can use to do His works. He can use us in our neighbourhood. He can use us in our families, at our work, wherever. We can be that that implement that God can use to help others and show the love of Christ through that. So my encouragement tonight is, you know, let us fill our hearts with the things of God. Let us try and get rid of the dross and the rubbish and the nonsense that's there. Jesus wants to be number one in that heart. He wants our heart to be filled with him and only him. Because if we don't, there'll be other rubbish coming out as well. Let's pray. Let's close now with a prayer. Father, we just pray just now, Lord God, that you help us, Father, as individuals, Lord, as we take this walk with you. Lord some of us have been doing it for many years some of us are just new to our walk with you Lord but Father I just pray just now that you help each and every one of us Lord help us to clean up our lives help us to clean up our act for you Lord God as we've been seeing in your word tonight Father God our heart is our very being and you want to Change and mould me into a better man. And that's going to start with our heart. So Father, my prayer tonight is that you help me and my fellow brothers and sisters here tonight too, Lord God, to, to get rid of the rubbish that's there. Create room and space for you to really take over. For you to fill our hearts with your desires and your interests, Lord. Lord. Father, a lot of it is about self-sacrifice, giving up ourselves, Lord God, to follow you. So I pray, Lord, that you help us to do that. I pray, Father, that as you work on each and every one of us, that you give us the strength and the courage, the knowledge, the understanding and the wisdom to move on. So, Lord, we thank you as we look to our study tonight of Gardner Heart, Father. Help us not to be flippant about it help us to realise it's a very serious and interesting thing that you've got here for us Lord that we hear the warning you're giving us tonight Father and we take heed with that so we thank you we praise you and Lord as we now enter a time of praise and worship Lord I just pray that you that your spirit just touches us Lord that your spirit can come and really be here with us that we can really feel You. That we can really feel Your presence here, Lord God. And that You speak to us through Your Spirit. We ask these things. Amen.